بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد قال الله تعالى اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فاذا جاء اجلهم لا يستاخرون عنه ساعه ولا يستقدمون وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا لا تلهكم اموالكم ولا اولادكم عن ذكر الله ومن يفعل ذلك فاولئك هم الخاسرون وَأَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتُ فَيَقُولَ رَبِّ لَوْلَا أَخَّرْتَنِي إِلَى أَجَلٍ قَرِيبٍ فَأَصَّدَّقَ وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ وَلَنْ يُؤَخِّرَ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهَا وَاللَّهُ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ صدق الله العظيم Continuing with the chapter which deals with the reminder or the remembrance of death and the curtailing of aspirations in the life of this world. As we mentioned, Imam Nawi rahimahullah in the introduction of this chapter has mentioned many, many verses of the Qur'an because this is a subject matter which interspersed throughout Qur'an. We are constantly reminded of the temporary nature of the life of this world, the absolute undeniability and certainty of moth and death. And that we are supposed to be preparing for the life of the hereafter and to give more reliance and more importance to that which lies ahead over the temporary life of this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Faida Ja Ajaluhum that when Ajal, when the time, when the term expires in this world, in other words, the life which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, when that life expires when the time expires and moth and death is staring at in the face la yasta'khiruna sa'atan wa la yastaqdimun no extension will be given to anyone there will not be any delay nor will the time be brought in front this is something which we are constantly reminded about in quran and in hadith that before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us before he sent us in this world our lifespan in this world is already determined and it is decided. The verses of the Qur'an which we discussed yesterday, how long that lifespan is, what amount of time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in this world, that is only in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not have that knowledge. Death is uncertain, the time of it. So we are constantly supposed to be in the preparation and in the remembrance of it. The next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, O you who believe, la tulhikum amwalukum wa la awladukum an dhikrillah. Do not let your wealth or your children, your offspring, cause you to become forgetful or negligent, negligent of the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This term dhikrullah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance does not specifically mean taking a tasbih and remembering or reminding ourselves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But ulama say that this is a very broad term when it is used in the Qur'an and in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They say, لَيْسَ قَوْلُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ فَقَدْ ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ It's not just saying la ilaha illallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah. 
But ulama ikram mentioned, kullu qawlin or fi'lin yuqarribu ila Allahi ta'ala fa huwa dhikrullah. They say every word a person utters or every action that a person does which takes him closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in reality that is zikrullah. So any, any act of deen, any act of ibadat, any act of worship constitutes the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that O oh, you who believe the pursuit of the material wealth of this world or engagement with your children or offspring or any of the attractions of this world, do not let it cause you to become negligent or unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's worship. This is what is the ultimate plan and plot of shaitan, to cause us to become so immersed in worldly pursuits that we become negligent and unmindful of our deeny obligation and our obligation to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until it becomes too late or the time passes. And this is what... Quran depicts and encapsulates for us in these verses. Allah Ta'ala says, ذلك, The one who does this, in other words, he does not heed this warning and he allows his worldly engagement to become a source or a cause of negligence for him to delay his preparation for the akhirat. ذلك, the one who does this, Allah says, These are the losers. And then Allah Ta'ala commands وَأَنْفِقُوا infaq Spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala As we mentioned previously This exhortation to use our wealth In the service of deen To earn our akhirat For a Muslim to become a generous person For us to distance ourselves from miserliness This command of infaq Ulama Ikram mentioned more than 82 times in the Quran Allah commands us وَأَنْفِقُوا Spend in the way of Allah وَأَنْفِقُوا And do not hesitate in your spending Why? مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ Allah is not telling you to spend out of what is yours Nothing in this world is yours Whatever you have Allah has given you So Allah says وَأَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ Spend out of that which we have given you We have granted you how, when must you spend? How much must you spend? Allah Ta'ala says, spend as much as you can before your moth comes, before your death comes. In other words, don't hold back. Why? Because when the moth, when the death is, that is, we don't know, that is in Allah's hands. So Allah says, spend. Min Before any one of you is approached by his moth and his death. If you do not do so, if you allow worldly engagements to cause you to become negligent, then what will happen? What will be your lot? Hasrat and regret. Hasrat and regret that you have left it for too late. And Quran depicts this hasrat and regret in the following manner. That Allah Ta'ala says, a person who is negligent, when moth and death comes to him, what will happen? Fayaqul, they will say, or he will say, Rabbi lawla akhartani. Ila ajalin qareeb That oh my Allah If only you would grant me respite If only you would grant me grace Just for a short while For a short while Why? Why do I want this extension? Why do I want this grace? Because the time that was supposed to be used To earn my akhirat I failed in that regard Now I've realized my error I've realized my folly So give me a little extension And what will I do? Fa'as-saddaq now without a doubt I will make sadaqah. 
I will make charity, I will spend. وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And I will become of, the, of your obedient slaves and servants. I will engage myself in your worship. I will become amongst the pious people. But the stark reality of the test of the life of this world is that once the time of mort and death comes, as we've seen in the previous verse, لَا يَسْتَأْخِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ No extension will be granted to anyone. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَيْ يُؤَخِّرَ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهَا Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala shall never grant respite to any soul once the term has expired. Once the clock has run out, no extension will be granted to anyone. وَاللَّهُ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has complete knowledge over everything that you are doing. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ قَالَ رَبِّ ارْجِعُونَ لَعَلِّي أَعْمَلُ صَالِحًا فِيمَا تَرَكْتِ كَلَّا إِنَّهَا كَلِمَةٌ هُوَ قَائِلُهَا وَمِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ بَرْزَخٌ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ فَإِذَا نُفِخَ فِي الصُّورِ فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذِ وَلَا يَتَسَاءَلُونَ إلى آخر الآيات Imam Nawi rahimahullah, the next collection of verses of the Qur'an he brings, we see the overriding theme that is contained in all these verses is that of the hasrat and the regret that will befall that person who will take the life of this world for granted, who will not be constantly in a state of emergency, constantly in a state of striving as much as he can to make as much effort as possible to earn his akhirat, if he will be lax in this regard, if he will take his life for granted, then when the inevitable mort and death and crunch point approaches, the theme that Qur'an brings in all these verses is that of the hasrat and regret, and then the desire for an extension in this world, but that is against Allah's sunnah, and no extension will be given to anyone. So Qur'an says, carry on, carry on in your negligence, the rope, respite will be given, hat, until إِذَا جَاءَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ Inevitably, when, when, when you are staring death in the face, when death has befallen you, قَالَ He will say, رَبِّ ارْجِعُونَ O my Rabb, send me back. Give me an extension. لَعَلِّي أَعْمَلُ صَالِحًا فِي مَا تَرَكْتِ Now without a doubt, I will do good deeds. I will do good deeds. In other words, I will recompense for that which passed. I will recompense for that which passed. Allah says, Kalla, impossible, never. Innaha kalimatun huwa qailuha. This is just a statement which he utters. Wamiwara'ihim barzakhun ila yum yubathun. And now he will have to face barzakh until the day he is resurrected. This term barzakh, Ulama Ikram explained, they say that this is the stage. Or this refers to the stage or a phase or a period between the worldly life and Qiyamus Sa'a. That is the coming of Qiyamat or the day of Qiyamat. Once a person dies, there is a phase or period. How long? Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Whether the person is buried, whether he is cremated, or whether he is eaten up by some animal, or whether his body is burned into ashes, or whether he is dispersed in the ocean, or wherever he may be, whether he is in a graveyard physically or his body has been dispersed somewhere in the world. It doesn't matter. From the time a person dies, right up till Qiyamu Sa'a, until the coming of Qiyamat, that entire phase or period 
the term ulama ikram say that is given to it is it's called barzakh in other words alam barzakh it's a certain phase or period or a station in which all the souls will be kept until qiyamus sa'a so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa min wara'ihim barzakhun ila yawmi yub'athun right until the time of resurrection they will have to be in the state of barzakh inshallah we'll continue subhanallah alhamdulillah